0: And welcome to the Holy Babel podcast. With me, Alec, and lovely
1: Paulina. Yes,
0: it is lovely to be here today, and we are delighted to be giving you the first ever episode here tonight. So you are very lucky. Very lucky. You are. So before we go any further, much of this podcast is about is because we, as young people in the Catholic Church, this is a Catholic podcast. We should probably explain that. We're just going to chat. Babble rather uh, about Catholicy stuff, and we're going to talk about our experience of the Catholic Church, um, some of the mistakes we've made, some of the things we found that are right, some of the things we found that are wrong, just some of our opinions as well. There's not going to be any hard dogma or theology or anything heavy. Neither of us are theologians or philosophers or anything crazy. Um, actually, I don't think I, I don't have a single qualification in anything to do with me either. Or theology.
1: So, if you are up for very light-hearted, uh, uneducated discussion about faith, especially about Catholic Church. You're in a good place. But if you're looking for like some professional knowledge, uh, there's so much better resources out there. So Indeed. go check them out. But if if you have some time and p- and you want to explore the faith from more, I would say relaxed perspective. Yeah. Join us! Come uh, on, we're yeah. gonna have a good time. Do
0: it, do it. I think if um if you're looking to sort of develop your faith uh, and understand a little bit more, then hopefully some of our experiences will help. Maybe they won't, but you know, either way, what what are you gonna lose? What are you gonna lose? So yeah, yeah. so I think before we go any further, should we tell them about ourselves? Yes. Oh, do you want to want to know? <laughs> so Paulina, <laughs> tell me about yourself. Where are you from?
1: Hello, my name is Paulina. Uh, I am from Poland. I am very proud to be Polish. from a lovely motherland of Poland. You can't see it, but she's dancing. Yes, I'm <laughs> doing my Polish <laughs> dance. And I am 23 years old. Yeah, I've been living in UK for four and a half years now. I came here for university. I started music business. Uh, I graduated last September, this September, this year. And I've been uh, working in care recently which was an unexpected career path for me. And I've been uh, Catholic all my life. I, I came from uh, a very re- religious family. Uh, I've been raised, going to church and like practicing faith. But then I have a little breakdown in the middle of my uni-, uni life, as you do. And I came back to church two years ago, and I've been having the greatest time ever since. So that's in very short
0: Spot on. Yeah. Who are no, um, no 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 no. Don't need don't you? need any more than that. Who am I? Yeah. Also well, my name's Alec. Um I'm born and bred in Britain. Uh I'm almost my whole family back through the ages is British. Um for my sins. Uh, I grew up a Catholic from birth, was very fortunate in my upbringing, had a good catechist and all sorts. Um and then sort of wandered away from my faith while I was at university. But came back and uh, well I'm sitting here today fighting.
1: I see the pattern. Going away from you oh yeah oh, from yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh hmm, yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's something to do with alcohol and just freedom, and yeah,
1: it wasn't alcohol in my case. I promise, mum, he wasn't alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> it was just sadness <laughs> that that that, yeah what do i go from that yeah, <laughs> no, so yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i interrupt you oh
0: well, i mean to be yeah, fair yeah anyway so um yeah well, so we're just two normal people um i work in london one, one could say doing normal things just work for a charity um yeah we're just normal people there's nothing we're not like i don't know nuns in disguise or priests in disguise or anything it's You're actually
1: working for a Christian charity. Yes, yes. Can you tell a little bit more about Uh, that?
0: No, you want to know about that? So I work for the St. Vincent de Paul Society, the SVP. SVP. Or in some cases, like the SSVP is like confusing. Um, Yeah, we we sort of, it's just general alleviation of poverty, but I don't really do any of that. I just do sort of logistics and a bit of program, help, support. It's fan yeah. And no, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Has it yeah. has its ups and downs, but yeah, like every job, every but it's, not job too bad. it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Don't complain. Anyway, okay. So now you know a little bit about us. I've got a question for you, Paulina. All right. So, okay. So you, I today, I'm not Alec now. I'm not Alec. I'm changing. All right. I, uh, I am someone you? who does not know God, has never been in the Catholic Church, has no idea oh, no. about anything to do with God. Uh, you've got f- well, maybe two, three minutes to convince me to come to Mass? Or to Mass? Well, actually, just you've just got two minutes to try and convince me to become a Catholic or mm-hmm. try and have some sort of impact on my life. What would you say? What would you
1: say? First of all, I would definitely wouldn't invite you to, t- to Mass because I feel like it's...
0: It's a good point to make.
1: It's a it's a heavy thing oh to boy. take uh, because it's intense but at the same time it's very boring. <laughs> would Controversial opinion. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, it, uh, not boring. It's, yeah. If you don't if you know, don't if, if you, you don't understand, understand it,
1: on. it's on yeah. the surface level, it's 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 just standing and listening to people talk for an yeah. hour and listening to wow. some readings and stuff. And,
0: and you can't find the, the, the incredible celebration that it is. Yes.
1: Yeah. Although it depends on the church, blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, so definitely I wouldn't invite you for that. I would
0: it's interesting. invite Very you
1: interesting. to... Uh, I'm looking for the right word.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, need, you know. Let me say that in that way. I would invite you to open DMs for good and be like hit me up, good. Because he often is waiting for you to make a first step and open just a tiny bit door and the moment you allow him to kind of like if you exist, please tell like show yourself. He might because he might have something to tell you. He usually does, because he is very talkative, I, I came to realize recently. and So I would definitely invite you to just uh, give him a try. Uh, see if he's, if he's going to show himself in your life in any form. And then you have to open yourself to axi- actually say it, which is a different, different side. And I would definitely invite you to uh, some sort of charismatic event, because those are always fun. Like some nice worship, interesting. Yeah, really uh, interesting. and I will just remind you that you are so so loved because He created you and He loves you because you are the best creation out of all of us. He says that to everybody, <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. <laughs> it's God amazing.
0: God has favorites. God has favorites. He doesn't. It's,
1: it we is. all are His favorites. I am His favorite, Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's very difficult. I always find it very difficult how to tell people who are not in any form of church, any form of belief, uh, how to encourage them to explore that reality. How would you do that, Alec?
0: Well, I, in some ways, uh, it's sort of like a, something I would never do anyway. I, I don't think you can ever convert anyone with words. I don't think it's ever about words. has to be through action. If you want anyone to experience God's love or you want anyone to experience any sort of conversion it has to be through some sort of action so it has to be either their action or your action in in some form of love so (laughs) I would I would I probably would in the first place but if I was if I was going to sort of try and you know I was going to try and bring it into perspective it's all about I think it's all about bringing people to the realisation so I wouldn't necessarily say anything to them I would ask them a question so I would say I don't know um, do you think you've ever experienced love
1: love (laughs) That's (laughs) that's interesting. <laughs> 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 I expect you to say, do you ever experience God? But more people are going to be like, oh, but love.
0: Because people, peop- when people think of God, they think of something far away and mm-hmm. in the heavens and they think of something yeah, something weird and then they automatically mm-hmm. want to run away. But if you say, what about love? If you have experienced love and maybe try and pull out a story. I mean, have you got a story?
1: About love of God or just, just, love, just in love in general? Just so- love in general. from other not. people? Yeah, from other people. Yeah, my family gave me a lot of love my childhood and now.
0: So why, 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 do, why do they love you? I don't know. <laughs> that's, but that's, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. So there's nothing in us anywhere telling us that we have to love. There's nothing in us anywhere telling us that we, that we have to be good people. You know, we, we know right from wrong, not because someone's told us, because there's something inside us that knows right from wrong. It's not been put there. We're not being taught that by a film or from school. We just know something is right and we know something's wrong. Who put that there?
1: Natural law. It's God, isn't it? It is, but... So,
0: love. No one tells anyone to love anybody. And actually, it would be so much easier if if every human didn't love everyone. You know, it would be so much easier if we were just separate from love. In some ways, in some ways, it would be so less complicated, but yet we do.
1: Love is like an instinct, like yeah. of motherhood. We can't control it. Yeah. Now you're making me realize things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's that. I mean, God is love. So when you're trying to explain when anyway, you say the love of a mother for a child, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, lots of people have difficulties with their parents. S- so mm. sometimes it's not a great one, but there's always some love in someone's life. And it doesn't have to be there, but it is. And that love is God. And so when anyone says, you know, what would you say to anyone? I don't know if you if I was going to ever try and convince anyone, you know, I would say, look, this is what this is what everything is about. It's all about love. And the sooner you realize that, the more loved you will be, or the the more you will realize that you are loved and the more you will then be able to love and enjoy that love.
1: I do see um, where you're coming from. with that, I had a lot of conversation with my F.A.'s friends. And I know what questions are gonna follow. Oh, okay, after go that. on. Uh, so they gonna it's gonna be a whole conversation about why is there suffering in the world? If God loves me, then why such and such happens? And I I'm always get stuck on that because it's such a broad subject to discuss, really, especially like in the short conversations.
0: That's true. It's true. But, they, but you've you've gotten th- you know you've got them thinking, I suppose. But if you if you're gonna the suffering one is a long one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a quick quick answer to it. I mean, obviously it's free will, but how to how to get that across in an easy way? It's almost like you know if you're if you're a parent and your kid does something wrong, you're not just going to leave it. You know, you know you're gonna sh- you're gonna shout, you're gonna tell them off, or and if they repeatedly do it, you're not going to just leave it again, are you? You're gonna you're gonna let them see the consequence of their actions because then yeah. they're going to understand why they shouldn't do it. So it's almost as though God is letting us see the consequences of our actions and the consequences yes. of our sin.
1: But what about suffering that's not our fault? Like it's not a, co- it's a is consequence it, is of it our.
0: Is it not our fault? I'm
1: I'm talking about people being born disabled because that always comes up. Children dying, The wars that people didn't cause. Like, you know, innocent people that didn't that suffer from wars. It's difficult because people always pull out those extreme e- like examples when you're trying to, like, look, it's true, it's God true. wants to come up to you in your life in this moment, and they're going to pull out the examples from, like, yeah, but d- there and there, quakes, such and such. Yeah.
0: This,
1: yeah, and it's difficult because... And for me, it just only proves that we have this amazing sense of uh, just that we want good for other people, no matter how irrelevant they are for our life. Like, why do you care for... for the life of this like people who are suffering, uh, if they have nothing to do with you, like why suddenly are you are you care about it? Because you have this sense of justice in you, and who put that in there?
0: That's it. That's, yeah. it. That's it. That's yeah, it. As I say, it's that you know. How do we know right from wrong? Yeah. Who taught us that? How did how did how did the first saint know to become a saint? How did the apostles know what to do? You know all this all this stuff. How all the prophets from before? that No right from wrong, Moses and everything, you know, oh, I suppose they're sort of bad examples really, but you know, how does anyone know what to do, what's right?
1: Yeah. N- no matter what uh culture, uh and like place, uh we always seems to have the same kind of like moral compass and we also all seems to have um uh, this uh yearning to find something beyond uh our world. Uh, we always ask questions about why are we here and what comes next, what's after death. Blah, blah. Mm. And you see that in every culture ever since the beginning of civilization. Every culture that were, all cultures that were so disconnected. Like you had uh, uh, like Asi- Asian uh, uh, cultures in like uh, South America, which were in no way connected with like European and uh, Asian Cultures like Greeks and Romans, and like all of that. But they all seem to have the same kind of structure of seeking uh, something or some somebody who is greater than humanity that created us. And they always seem to give it up, a, a par- like make it a person and worship it because they feel grateful for, for for gift of being alive. And that always amazed me because I didn't major uh, as history as my major in high school so we've been talking about different uh, uh, cultures and different uh, in different places and they all had the same kind of like structure of forming religion and forming the lives around every religion and they were very similar because they were like trying to find those gods and goddess of connected with nature because they saw nature as this big force that they cannot control so they they wa- were worshipping trees and rivers and like you know, uh, it's true, it's true. And but this always comes up to this idea of something gave me life and something is providing for me. Uh, therefore, I need to give thanks to it to kind of make it ma- make peace with it and like so I'm in in favor. And it's it's a repeating pattern for every civilization. I I've never heard. Maybe I'm uneducated. Maybe I wasn't the best <laughs> historian. But I don't know any culture. That would be without any form of religion.
0: I suppose, in, in a way, when you're atheist, it's almost a form of religion, isn't it? Choosing to believe in nothing. Yeah. It's you could argue that. Yeah. You, c- you could almost say that, couldn't you? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, so.
1: But I feel like atheism is fairly new because of what I just said like every 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 country every kingdom always had some form of religion i feel like atheism in s- on such a scale as it now like people like uh so like intensely believe that they don't believe in anything i think is like qu- quite a new idea <laughs> <laughs> you can see even in them like again is this constant like trying to find something it's an even is it a settled nature yeah even trying to find nothing and like them trying to prove that there is nothing is still them trying to find?
0: But isn't that just such a sad way? I mean, even if, you know, even if, <laughs> even if you take all the arguments, isn't that just a sad way to to to, to exist? You know, and believing be in in nothing.
1: Yeah, I- personally, it led me to depression when I stopped going to church and I was faced with like being like I'm only live for this life, and knowing that in like fifty years, on ten years, on one day, on a hundred years, I'm gonna die, and that's it terrifies me the idea of nothing
0: i think it's the thought of truly being alone as well thinking yeah. you're truly alone yeah
1: and i couldn't be able to exist in that notion i was i was telling one of my friends like even if i wasn't really believing if it, if i i've never encountered god i would still want to believe in something just because i w- i wouldn't want to be like alone mm-hmm. just this this, this floating. Thing in the universe, and that doesn't have any meaning.
0: It's, it's. I mean, it, it is lovely that science provides us with so many answers, but science in itself is, 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 is not a religion. It doesn't explain everything, and in some way, science perfectly matches up with faith.
1: Because science is uh, only the extent of our knowledge about universe, and there's only so much we know. But there's only so much we can see. Yes, exactly. But it, science never contradicts faith, which many people. Don't know about many people f- still think somehow that the science and the religion are colliding.
0: Well, so I mean, in the Catholic Church, we, we you know we're allowed to believe in evolution, and you know, I believe in evolution. I believe that's how it that's how it sort of happened, and you know, I believe in the Big Bang, and that's how it all happened. Sense, you know, yeah. So and that's perfectly the Catholic Church isn't you know gonna wrap me in the knuckles for that. Yeah. So
1: to be uh, the one of the biggest um, uh, like scientists are. Um, they were were Catholics or were Christian in some way uh kopernik uh, i don't know how you say that in english Copernicus <laughs> Copernicus uh, he was uh supposed to be a priest. there was a bit dodgy history behind him, but he was very deeply Catholic so it was his this drive to understand god's creation that drives people to science to explore science and to to try to understand. But then un- understanding,
0: work. trying to understand science without God, you will only ever get so far. Yeah. You know, it's almost like bashing your head against a brick wall.
1: Because it's the whole thing with Big Bang. Who created, who started Big Bang? Somebody had to snap the fingers and make them. Like, you cannot have something from nothing.
0: But it's, it's it's almost, well, that is the exact argument. That's such an argument for God's, um, well, or eternal... Presence is the fact that y- nothing you know every som- there has to be something with no beginning. So say we're here, we were created by our parents, they were created by their parents, so on, so on, so on, so on, so on, so on, so on and so on, until you to the big bang, yeah. you know, and so everything has been created, everything has a beginning, very clearly has a beginning, and everything will have an end. However, there has to be there has to be one thing which is outside of time, which has no beginning, yeah. because otherwise, once started everything else it does have a beginning. And that one thing which was never created has to be God.
1: It's like the uh, the theory, not the theory, it was um, in some um, mythology, some legends, I don't know which uh, country was it from, about the turtles. Uh, turtles. Yeah, that the earth is flat and it's uh, the the big turtle that is holding it on his back and the turtle Ah, is standing on the top of another turtle who's standing Ah, on the top of another turtle and it's the turtles all the way down and it's the, the, like the question, where is the last turtle starting on? It's the same kind of thing. Like, it's this it. has to be something that it's, it's starting it, basically. That is the, the base of it that's outside of the scheme.
0: Okay. It's so one of the main arguments for the existence of God? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's l- there's l- I mean, there's, there's, I suppose that's that's one of the main ones. And the other one is, you know, if you, I mean it's like things like, particularly when I look at the periodic table, See how neatly everything fits together in the periodic table. Yeah, it's again it's the
1: word that it's so meticulously made,
0: so perfect that,
1: that we are 20 made 20 from months. atoms, and the atoms are m- and quarks and gluons. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and like and the thing and about the DNA, on. that if you put took out all the DNA from your body, it you would fit in the uh, spoon, like a teaspoon or something like that. I don't remember exact quote, but if you were to write it down, it would fill the Great Canyon dozen and dozen times. So <laughs> it's at the same time it's such a small thing and it's such an enormous m- amount of information and in such a like meticulously designed world we cannot say that it just started because it started it has to be this like powering thing that uh, that made it all like kind of s- start rolling I don't know how to phrase it properly but yeah it it doesn't make sense for the science uh, that science proves that everything. Has a meaning and everything is like reaction from something else to then say like oh yeah it just happened because it just um. doesn't align. Doesn't
0: yeah, science keeps going back and finding more and more theories, but after if, if if you look at it with all all in the light of of faith, it just all sort of glues together. Yeah, it becomes so clear.
1: Yeah, it makes sense.
0: It does make sense, and I think one of the other things I always I remember from. When I, uh, what should we say, tested my faith, uh, left the church for a little bit. There's, there's, there's something inside you, a hole you can't fill with alcohol, mm-hmm. with anything. You know that so many people, tr- you know, mm-hmm. drive themselves to addiction, yeah. drive themselves to horrible ends, to you know, massive ends of mental illness and horrible, you know, things, because trying to fill this hole, you know, it's a god-shaped th- hole. It's a very god-shaped hole.
1: I, I've listened to a talk about it in polish i do recommend uh her father uh adam szustak uh who is great preacher some people don't like him i do love him <laughs> he's explaining <laughs> things very very like simply and through uh, uh bible he's always like basing everything on the, on the teaching of jesus which is as you should do <laughs> uh And he was talking about this this great hole inside our souls that can only be filled by God. And whenever we try to fill up with something else, with some kind of thing, of even with other people, with love from other people, it only satisfies at the the very beginning, Uh, and then it starts like it tries to fill in the hole, the whole hole, and it is never enough because this hole is infinite because God is infinite. So as long as you're not feeding yourself God constantly, you're always gonna be 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 hungry for for something more. And
0: that's it. That's exactly it. Because your soul chooses at the end of the day whether you're gonna go to heaven or hell. And it chooses what you wa- where you where you are going to ascend or descend. So the sh- the how you have treated or how you have shaped your soul during your life is incredibly important. And that's still for Catholics as well. I do see a lot. I, I mean, I see so many Catholics who have you know, although they believe and everything like that, they still feel. Or they still fill their lives or their souls with other things that are not God, and the more you try and In fill uh, with other things, the l- you know, the, the you're just wasting time. I think we all are. We guilty on that. all We All do. It's no, no. It's I mean, unless you're a saint, yes, that's what
1: sainthood is about—to yeah. kind of give up on everything, perfecting else. your soul,
0: yeah, perfecting your soul, yeah. Well, I suppose that gives you a sort of taster of what we're going to be talking about. Um, if if you're if you're not Catholic, please keep listening. Because we yes. we we're not gonna take this off to some incredibly, you know, high level. We'll try and keep it all basic because we don't know anything anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> that's, so it, that's
1: as 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 professional as we'll get. Literally, literally, <laughs> that
0: literally probably is. Um so yeah, that's about as you know, it's about the sort of what we're going to do. We're going to cover loads of topics. Um, I can't remember what next week is. We've Lem-
1: already next week. Uh, we're talking about a charismatic church. Charismatic. we we'll hopefully
0: explain what charismatic renewal is, the gifts of the charism, a lot of the yeah, charisms.
1: All that stuff. Can I just say, I'm very excited for this podcast because there's so many things I want to talk about, and oh, and there's I so much. I just, I just, I'm just, I'm just ready That's to it. tell
0: we are in an incredibly exciting time in the church yes with Pope Francis and, and everything it's it's an incredibly exciting time yes some people it's a bit of a distressing time but <laughs> some people it's not you know everyone's got their different views yes yeah. and
1: I think it's very important to talk and uh, to share your faith no matter how big or small it is and like feed off each other and learn from each other so if you have any comments or any suggestions or anything like that let us know, perfect, because we we will appreciate that greatly really, for sure. Yeah.
0: I think love doesn't come in different sizes. Love doesn't have any sizes. It doesn't come in size seven feet or size five or size eleven. Love is always the same size, so it doesn't matter how big or small it is. Yeah. Anyway,
1: it's always love yeah. drifting off.
0: Um. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you very much for listening. Um join us next week for charismatic renewal. We're gonna cover all the big topics. I think we're gonna cover homosexuality and everything and that we can understand, just everything. Oh yeah. Hopefully. And
1: follow us on social yeah. media. Uh, I'll be waiting there on Holly underscore bubble on Twitter and Instagram. If Alec ever sends me his picture.
0: <laughs> uh, don't wanna see my ugly mug. Don't wanna see my ugly
1: mug. Oh well. <laughs> if you <laughs> don't wanna see the ugly exactly mug, J- follow just with her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh thank you so much for listening. And I will s- see you next time. Next time. Yeah, yeah God bless. <laughs>